0: It's time for the power hour of love, starring Charboul and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love starring Charboy and El Bandito.
1: Hey El Bandito, how are you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing good, senor. We, we had a super fun weekend this weekend, so I'm excited to get started on this great episode of the Power Hour. Oh, you know it, man. You know it. Just uh, you know It's always a blast when we
0: get together and we can rock some stuff out, right? Heck
1: yeah, man. And just to let all the fans know, we've been hitting up video shoots for our YouTube channel over there at the Power Hour of Love. And we're working on our latest playthrough and reviews, and we've got a whole bunch coming out towards the end of the year here. Oh, yeah. So we've been super psyched, and we had a super fun time doing that. We'd like to thank Gamer AF for stopping by the studio and recording one with us. So definitely in a few weeks we'll keep you guys posted on when that's coming out. Oh, yeah. When you guys find out what games we're playing on that one, you're going to be, like, amazed. Oh, heck yeah, man. It's going to be super fun. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep it under wraps for now, but stick with us here every Thursday night, 10 p.m., and you'll get the latest announcements as soon as they come out. But hey, El Bandito, why don't you tell them about a game that we're playing right now?
0: (laughs) We're rocking the Friday the 13th game. Oh, yeah. You know, I've been talking about it for, you know, a couple months now, but I've. uh indoctrinated el bandito into the friday the 13th gameplay and now he's hooked in just like me
1: absolutely man yeah like from the minute i came over and saw you playing it i was hooked because you used to tell me oh it's this indie game it's off a kickstarter and i was like ah I, I probably wouldn't like something like that. But I came over and you were like, dude, just check it out. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, this game looks awesome. I mean, it looks like any game made by any leading developer today. So I was really excited to try it out. The mechanics were super great. And, yeah, we, we, we were up, what, four hours playing last <laughs> night, just running around. I finally got to play as Jason, yes. so that was super cool. Yes, that was awesome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your adventure, man. How many kills did you get in
0: your first matches, Jason? Well,
1: out of the eight-man team that we had, uh, I killed four people. Man, that's pretty so, awesome,
0: man. I think I only
1: killed like yeah. a person the first time I played. So. <laughs> well, considering I sat down and was like, we didn't look over that how to play <laughs> thing or anything like that. So when I started playing as Jason, you know, I'd already played like six matches, maybe as counselors. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, these are all different buttons. I can't use select to get to my map. Like it was just totally different. Yeah. So, I just knew I was like, dude, I better hard charge and like start <laughs> trying to find people and just bludgeon them with this axe or they're going to be like, dude, you didn't even give us a challenge. So, I was working hard, but I managed to figure out the controls pretty quick. I really liked the um, what what is it? The rush mode that like makes oh, you like yeah. Evil Dead the style? shift, yeah, the you're, shift. yeah. yeah. You're shifting. Through so that there. that was super cool. I really like that a lot. You know, the morph ability is obviously very cool. Oh, the, yeah. the sense and stalker stuff very cool. Um, and yeah, man, as you get more <clears throat> and more Jasons, you'll find that some Jasons
0: are better mm-hmm. at some things and worse at others. You know, so like you might have a Jason that his his stalk ability refills faster. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like, it's kind of cool that, you know, you kind of have to adapt to different play styles.
1: I have to say what was funny is like, we were, we were trying out, like you hadn't really used it with a party before, but we were, we were trying out like the chat <laughs> yeah. where we would be like a party moving together, you know? Mm-hmm. And boy, it really reminded me of those like 2008 days playing <laughs> Call of Duty because the chat was like a little glitchy, sure. you know? And I'm not going to knock it because it is what it is. It's, I would say it's mostly Steam probably, like Could running be. all the yeah. channels through its thing. But either way, it made me laugh because when I'm playing as Jason about halfway through. I went underwater. And it cut all audio to my game completely. So I couldn't hear anybody, I couldn't hear people talking, I couldn't hear anything so I was like, oh man, this thing bugged out, but it was okay and I powered through it, still killed a bunch of people had a lot of fun, and they were laughing at me afterwards in the chat room being like, dude, we kept honking the horn because we were right behind you in the car yeah. and I didn't know they were there, they were like, what the hell's the matter with you? Dude, it actually just looked like you were raging, like you were just <laughs> running away from them, like you're like, I'm not even going to fuck with you guys anymore. Oh, it's so, so funny, so the very next match we play, this Jason comes out and dude, this guy's a death machine, right? Like, he kills me <laughs> (laughs) right away and i'm trying to talk to bull but our game chat crapped out again so i'm like shit man i'm spectating now because i got killed right away and i'm watching this jason just blip around the map like with such precision morphs around (laughs) stalks around everything and just is tearing people apart i'm laughing my ass off the game finally ends kills seven out of seven people and i'm like shit dude we get to the thing my game chat was fine that was Charbel playing <laughs> and because he was Jason, I wasn't allowed to talk to him anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man, that was funny. I remember when I killed you, you were like, oh, like I think I had, I was playing the uh, part six, Jason, so I had the spear and like uh-huh. I shoved the spear through your throat. You were just like, <laughs> oh, fucking, he just pulls it out the back of your head. Yeah, definitely some real brutal kills, man. But yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to show you some of those environmental kills next time, man. We grab the guys and you can throw them in the fire and stuff yeah. like that. Lots of fun. Lots yeah, of
1: absolutely. Fun. I saw a lot of cool stuff. on oh, man. Just to earn counselor points and unlock as I go along because it definitely seems like there's so much more to the game than I really realized and wh- one thing I'm excited about is you know playing it on the PC mm-hmm. uh you know I was able to buy one of those Microsoft adapter things where I can just use my old Xbox 360 controllers right on it oh yeah and I can use the Xbox app on Windows 10 to like record parts of my game oh, just like you so would cool. on the Xbox one I mean it's a really great interface Oh, um, yeah. You know, it just we live in the best time to play games right now, dude. It's just killer. You know it, man. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely going to have to jump on that Xbox app as well, just because, like you said, the, the way you can just quickly record stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times that is one thing that if somebody's acting a real fool or being like, you know, overly racist or something. You want to report them? Yeah. Like they do ask
1: that you kind of collect some proof. You yeah. Know, so yeah. well, that that's cool with the Xbox app too. It still has that same ability like the Xbox One does, where you can click on it and say record the last thirty yeah. seconds or the oh, last two minutes. Oh, hell yeah! So you can do it. Like you don't have to be recording ahead of time. You can if you see something bad, you can you can save a clip of it right away. But speaking of like horrible deaths and like awful, total, horrific, you know, dismemberment of people. I don't think we can get away without talking about the Punisher trailer.
0: Oh man! (laughs) I mean, great trailer. Super excited. Great tunes. You know, I mean,
1: when you're gonna play Metallica one, you know, for (laughs) a Punisher trailer, yeah, that's pretty badass. Oh, totally, man. So yeah, Shane's back in the big seat playing Frank Castle over there. One of these days, I'll get his name. I apologize for that That's what everybody knows him (laughs) as. But either way, I'm excited to see Netflix picking it up. Uh, I think they're 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 still you know. of tossing around that idea of him whether or not he's going to be affiliated with the defenders or not, sure. uh, it's fine to me if he's not, man. And oh, it looks yeah. like he's going to have a pretty wicked story, kind of hunting down the people who murdered his family. And they've kind of built uh, what appears to be a lot more complex of a story than we got in the original comics or in any of the movies so far. You know, it like maybe some CIA involvement and all this stuff. So it's it's really I, taking what they set up in Daredevil and just running with it. And I, I know the one guy with the crazy hair that he's like talking to at the end. I think that
0: might be Microchip nice. from the comics. Yeah, and I remember in the comics, like Microchip is like his buddy who helps him out for quite a long time. But slowly, but you know, he starts to kind of almost become like a villain. Mm. So it'd be kind of cool for them to kind of go through that storyline yeah. probably over a, a series of uh, of of. Uh, uh, different seasons i wouldn't say like i oh. will have micro come into this one and then all of a sudden he's a villain you know that might be a little too quick but it <laughs> well, is the netflix shows too it, though
1: yeah so. i can tell you this i wouldn't mind at all if uh you know rebecca romaine showed up for a little while to play uh, someone in in the show for a while <laughs> there you go well i think i did we see um um Karen in
0: a couple of those shots. Yeah, so she definitely definitely looked like
1: Karen was was interacting there. And, and, you know, they had a a big connection in the Daredevil series. So it'll be cool to see that continue to play out. And, you know, not to jump topics again, but man, one thing I'm really enjoying the way it's playing out. What's that? Is the Orville, man. Oh, man, I know you've
0: been, you know, really rocking this show. I I, got to catch up. I've only watched the first episode. Tell us a little about what's going on.
1: Well, it's funny because, like, they're originally airing the shows on Sunday, and then they said, well, we're going to move it to Thursday night on the third week. But they really played two episodes in one week. So they had a new episode on Sunday and then a new episode on Thursday also. That's definitely a crowd pleaser right there. right? Yeah, Yeah, man. So I was was psyched come Friday when I could watch two new episodes. And I was like, oh, man, that's great. But, uh, you know, the show's really carrying on that legacy uh, that Star Trek always had. Of taking modern-day controversial topics and framing them in a way that it's okay to talk about, and hopefully get conversations going. I mean, start a dialogue. Yeah, the third episode really dealt with some transgender issues, and you know, it being Seth MacFarlane, you know, maybe you see some Family Guy or American Dad episodes don't handle things so tenderly, Mm -hmm. um, but it really had that that feel of Star Trek, uh, where they're kind of trying to show you both sides. I mean, maybe a little more of an opinion on one side than the other, but they're letting you see both sides, letting you see everyone's opinion, and not making the decision for you. So I thought that this is just shaping up to be a great homage piece to Star Trek, and honestly, I like it better than the new movies that are just like action, action, action. Well, dude, that's actually pretty cool. Like,
0: you know, just you talking about it, and after I've been watching a lot of the uh, Next Generation, Mm -hmm. you know, like... I had to check out this new uh, Star Trek Discovery show.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay? see
0: I missed it. So tell us about that. So without any spoilers, I mean it's hard because when you watch it of course like it's looking a lot like those newer mm-hmm. movies, but I mean like the story's interesting, like I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I might not be able to get to see what happens cuz guess what happened? Oh, it's it's on the CBS
1: streaming bullshit service,
0: <laughs> which, yeah, that's the first reason. But you were supposed to be able to watch the whole first episode on CBS like it aired, right? Yeah. But guess what? I know a lot of people are mad at like the football players, you know, for not like standing for the anthem and stuff. Well, guess what? I'm mad about. I'm pissed off because they played too long and then it <laughs> over went on to th- then they had to the show 60 Minutes. Which took up 60 minutes. Yeah. So the Star Trek show actually started 20 minutes late. So guess what? Charbolle with the DVR, it's set to a certain time frame. So I don't have the last fucking
1: 15 minutes of the show. Oh, man. See, that sounds like a plot by CBS to make you buy their bullshit streaming service out there, man. And honestly, to CBS... Instead of giving them,
0: you know, the 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 Vulcan sign, I'm going to give them the one-finger salute. You know, you guys could take that shit and <laughs> shove it. I mean, it seemed interesting enough, but, like, you know, if they, if they put it on demand, I'll have a little bit of, you know, I'll, maybe I'll take a little back so I can at least finish the first episode. Yeah. But I did go on Facebook, and I kind of looked to some of our other friends who have watched it, too. And mm-hmm. most people were saying kind of the similar thing, where it's like, it's interesting enough, but, like, it doesn't seem like a show that's set 10 years before yeah. uh, the first, uh, the original series Definitely. of Star Trek, you know? So that's why I think it's going to be hard to like, it's a hard pill to swallow, you know? Yeah. You are like they, you know, if it would have looked more like the Orville, you mm-hmm. know, like I think that would have been
1: better. Yeah. Cause the, the Orville looks like it takes place between the next generation and the original Star Trek. Yes. You know, yeah. because it's, uh, you know. It has great budget, like you can tell, it's got the money to really do some awesome stuff. Uh-huh. But by the same token, they rein it in, you yes. know, and everything looks very streamlined, very smooth. Uniforms just look bright, and everything looks kind of, you know, happy, and 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 that's nice, you know. Like I'm sick of seeing dark, gritty shit on everything, especially Star Trek. I mean, the whole point of Star Trek is to give us an altruistic vision of the future where we can all live in harmony and kind of work together, which is great, you know uh so i don't know i'm excited to check it out because new star trek is great sure i have to say three deep into the orville and i don't think i'm gonna need to watch star trek discovery you know what i mean (laughs) well that's what i think it is i think
0: like it's almost like the orville will be the star trek show that a lot of you guys that are super fans have been waiting for but you know like you know this show with its redesigns and Mm -hmm. stuff like even myself like you know, I, I've only really watched, like, the first, like, three seasons of the next gen, and I see these, you know, Klingons, which you're right, those were the Klingons. I yeah. remember when we first saw the trailer, I'm like, well, maybe they're not. Maybe that's some <laughs> other race that you don't know. No, those are definitely the Klingons. but Some uh, goofy circus-looking
1: fucking Klingons. I know something.
0: the uh, the director said, hey, try not to get too hung up in the, re- in sure. like the redesigns, because we're going to have, like, a story. To So I, I don't know if yeah, they're going to well, answer that. So the intro was nice. Like it, yeah, it it it, it kind of has a little bit of the old and a little bit you know like it, it's a it's a. Does nice. it
1: have a, a lyrics to the song? It
0: doesn't have lyrics, <laughs> but it does have a little uh, a little homage to the original um, jingle from the original well, series. Well,
1: very so. cool, man. I can't wait to check it out. But one thing I can say for sure is that here at the Power Hour, of love. If our show runs over, you still get every bit of it. It's available yes. on Podbean as early sometimes as Friday morning. Typically by the afternoon, it's up for you guys to check out. Download it. It's totally free. You don't got to pay no streaming service or anything like that. If you want to listen to us live, we're here 10 p.m. every Thursday night, Eastern Time. You can get in touch with us on the brand new love line. It's 1-844-944-LOVE-5683. You can call us 24-7. It's a toll-free number. doesn't charge you anything. And you can leave us a message and we'll play it right on the air, or if you catch us while we're in studio, you'll get to talk to us right on the air. Otherwise, you can hit us up at the Love at gmail.com, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, or on our YouTube channel where we've got the playthroughs and reviews on there. So any way you want to get in touch with us, we want to get in touch with you. So reach out and touch us. But today, I'm sure you guys can hear him coughing in the background as he comes into the studio. Our favorite Klingon. (laughs) We've got Mr. Fusion coming in to join us for our box office battle. Like we said, we'd wrap up some of the box office numbers over this uh, like dreadful summer that we've had in 2017 <laughs> at the box office. We're going to go over some of the most popular movies, what they made, and how they stacked up to summers past. So stick around for all that exciting stuff coming up very soon. But for right now, we're going to give it back to Frank Castle because you know what? The way Star Trek Discovery's looking, I think they've got some punishment due. We got Celeste with Holy Wars Punishment Due. And that was Celeste with Punishment Due. Oh, man. That's the Holy Wars, Punishment Due, El Bandito. I mean, that's a Megadeth classic. <laughs> get it right or pay the price, right? Oh, who's who's going to do anything to me if I get Megadeth stuff wrong? Motherfucker?
0: <laughs> oh, shit. He has arrived. <laughs> it's Mr. Fusion, the artist formerly known as Chucky Bucks.
2: Mr. Fusion, bring him a drink. He'll spout that dumb bullshit the first thing he thinks. We'll pick his poison like beer, wine, or liquor. We'll find out which one will make him sicker. Mr. Fusion, we'll bring him a drink. He'll just do that shit until he stinks. Oh, Mr. Fusion, bring him a drink.
0: What'd you think of that intro
1: song, uh, Mr. Fusion? Oh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> you like that? You'll get to thank uh, a bishop out there for helping do some of the lyrical work on that. You guys made me a song.
3: <laughs>
0: well, hey, speaking of songs, what did you think of that cover of Megadeth?
3: I thought I liked the synth in it. I do. I thought that was an interesting addition, and they played it a little bit faster than Megadeth, which is pretty fucking impressive, uh, because Megadeth plays that song fast enough to begin with. Well, you know,
0: we've heard that that song was inspired by the Marvel Comics character the Punisher.
3: Ah. Uh, and and yes, maybe the, the last section of it, the Punishment Due. Okay. Because that song is split into two sections, Holy Wars and Punishment Due. So, I would definitely believe that, especially with all the proof that you've <laughs> given to me. But while we were on break, I had to show you guys that, hey, look, the Holy Wars was inspired by something completely different.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You were saying Yeah, that the we're... IRA out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not the kind that goes on your 401k. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely, man. But hey, you know, being that that uh, got the approval of, of Mr. Fusion, that definitely. Makes it a good track for here on the Power Hour, so definitely uh, check them out on Facebook, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll
1: play some more from them later on, something more of their original tracks. For any beautiful people out there new to the program, Mr. Fusion gets his name from the component on the DeLorean in the Back to the Future Part Two movie called Mr. Fusion. In the film, it's powered by any random junk Doc Brown can put in it, and our own Mr. Fusion is powered by whatever random liquor we stuff down his throat. So join us for the rest of the evening as we power up,
0: Mr. Fusion. But man, Al Bandito, we're gonna have uh, Mr.
1: Fusion with us. But it's time for our favorite segment. Oh, absolutely! I'd love to hear Mr. Fusion's take on Podunk News.
4: Ooh.
2: Podunk News.
0: Oh, man, we got a bunch of great stories that I'm sure Mr. Fusion can comment on here. (laughs) The first thing that we have on our list, I know we talked about it earlier, but we're going to talk about it again. We're talking about Friday the 13th, the game that's available on Steam, Xbox, and PS4. And, man, the guys over at Gun Media, man, they have put out a roadmap for upcoming things we're talking about. New Jasons, new maps, new counselors, new kills, a virtual cabin that will actually act as like a a museum nice. that you go and find different, you know, little factoids about the Friday the 13th series and the video game. Uh, then they also just recently announced that they are being uh, put up for some awards for like best oh. multiplayer game, uh, best uh, crowdfunded game. So we'll see. We'll definitely follow that up. But man, you know, these guys aren't stopping. And they just recently put out their swimsuit pack and their emotes. <laughs> So, yeah, absolutely. What do you think of uh, Friday the thirteenth the game, Mr. Fusion?
3: Oh, I fucking love it. I have it on the ps four. Uh, I love almost everything about the game, except for one thing since we're doing some podunk news here. What are do you? Don't- I'm gonna say there's one thing that I really just gets right under my skin. What is that? It's when certain players bitch out <laughs> <laughs> and jump out fucking windows when i'm playing as jason so yeah. so
0: we're not going to name any names here but i mean you're, you're saying that with those broken windows that jason goes around and cracks like you know if you're like really bleeding and you jump out the window at the last moment you murder yourself right and yeah. you
3: rob me of my fucking experience points
1: hey has anybody mentioned that uh Justin McPatches is back from from Europe. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, I don't know if
1: we mentioned that on the show yet, but just figured this was a good time to throw it out there. Our fearless leader. That I mean that that should be in Podunk News. (laughs) I mean, what a better place
0: to put it. Yeah, Justin McPatches has returned. I think he plays that game
3: too. Does he? Uh, I don't know.
0: Well what what platform does he play on? I uh, think it's on the
3: PS4, I'm pretty sure. He plays with my group, the Wild Boys. Oh, the wild wow. oh man,
0: oh you guys even have an official title. Man, we gotta we gotta come up with something for us, Albie. How about well, the
1: How about the Power Hour of Love, man? <laughs> there you go. Dude, That's we were a- talking to the people in the chat last night yeah. and then one guy's like, dude, what do you guys like do radio or something? <laughs> what the hell are you guys doing? And we're just like, Every Thursday night at Podunk Radio, check us out <laughs> the power hour of love. I know <laughs> and who is- runs Podunk? <laughs>
0: Oh, it's our fearless leader, Justin McPatches. Oh, Okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in my group. I remember. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. absolutely. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll, uh, <laughs> maybe they'll take out Murder by Broken Window, but
1: you know they can't. They can't uh, take out everything. Yeah, so they can't patch it all. And I have to say that <laughs> yes. Gun Media, man, they are really a swell freaking company because, again, being a, a newcomer to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before I shut it off last night, I was just exploring around and the menus and stuff. And I noticed off to the right of the main home screen, there's just a little message that has today's date and it says, Hey, thanks for joining us <laughs> here on Friday, the 13th, the game. And was I was like, like, well, shit, you're welcome. That was fucking <laughs> nice. You know, we <laughs> were a horror game where I'm expected to get murdered seven times out of eight. You know, oh, yeah. I was like, that's pretty nice. <laughs> You're like,
0: man, those those, those are some nice people.
1: I might let them come to my house and fuck Uh, my sister. uh, Shit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we all love Friday the 13th, the video game. There is another game that's kind of floating around out there that's very similar to Friday the 13th. It's called Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. It's a much smaller um, group setting. Like, there's only four survivors and one killer. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely... Not as insta-deaf, I would say, as as Friday the 13th. Like you yeah. can kind of get knocked down and you might still have a chance to, you know, you get put up on these hooks and stuff. It, it's different gameplay, but it kind of is similar and, and okay. like you're trying to escape. But what Dead by Daylight's been doing is they've been introducing new killers to their game, and they just recently added the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Murderer. Leatherface.
1: Oh, that's nice. fucking awesome! Yeah, so it, is that just
0: a skin you can play as in the game? It is a, a downloadable DLC, and it, it does. It, that is it's one come thing. With I, this
3: sort of set of skill sets.
0: Yes, yeah, you're actually running around with your chainsaw, and you know, you rev it up. <laughs> and in the game, uh, one of the the tactics that the players use is they'll throw down these like uh, pallets. To kind of block your way. And like most characters will just have to kick to break them. But of course Leatherface, you know, he saws right through that <laughs> shit. So I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is like they, you know, in all the promotional stuff, they say Leatherface. But in the game, he's known as the cannibal. But I think ah. that's just their system. Like, you know, there's like the hag, the hillbilly, yeah, yeah. the the nurse, you know, like that's their thing. Like even Michael Myers is a downloadable DLC and he's called just The Shape, which is his classic, you know, name from oh, the movie. It's basically
3: cool. just their MO.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So pre- I like that. Pretty interesting, though. Another yeah. another cool game to to, to check out. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, if I was going to read them, I would say definitely play Friday the 13th over it just because I think there's a lot more to do in it. And they're putting out all kinds of fun stuff so
1: yeah and for 40 bucks it's like one of the largest you know games you can get that's reduced in price i mean so many games just oh, like man. it would be 59 69 bucks on yes. your xbox one yes. you know so on pc on steam right there i got it like yesterday for 39.99
0: buy grab hammer what a savings Exactly. I'm
1: like, shit, man. You can't beat that for a game that has that much in it, you know, because it's got a lot of RPG elements, building up your character, building up, you know, customize your clothes, all that sort of shit. Oh, yeah. You can buy
3: deaths with your experience points. Yes, yes. I mean, there's all kinds of cool stuff. And they're constantly adding things. By the end of the year, we're getting a one-player mode so that you could build up them points by yourself.
1: I just don't want anybody out there to think they're paying us to talk about
0: it. So what what, what else have we got in the news, Senor? Oh, man. Well, here's some news a uh, female jogger from Colorado has been dubbed the Mad Pooper. <laughs> <laughs> because during her runs, she will drop her shorts and poop in her neighbor's yard. Is, is that a joke during her runs? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <was> say. <laughs> one woman claimed that the mad pooper did this in front of children. Oh, that's not cool. Oh.
1: So, I kind of lady. Well, for maybe for you, it sounds like she's a, a classic Chicago sunroof scenario, right? <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Sh- yeah,
0: Chicago is one. I mean, no, um, Colorado is yeah. one of the. You know, one of those states that have legalized marijuana, right? Yeah, you know, so I think this lady might be high as
1: hell running around. She's she's on she that... ain't on fucking marijuana. <laughs> no, you never know. Maybe she might she's... be on meth. No, she's getting some of those edibles that are yeah, you there. Know, you go, not cooked properly or something.
0: Have a little lace to them. Well, the police have been contacted, and she could be charged with indecent exposure and public defecation charges. I didn't even know that was a thing. Public. I mean, I, I get that it, it why it should be, but yeah, I guess yeah, it, it's there's actually see a charge labeled
1: I, I have to say, with your intimate knowledge of defecation, I'm very surprised that the, you didn't know this, but yes, you yeah. can't go around pooping in public. So. I mean, I
0: get, you know, like urinating, you know, but yeah, just, just public defecation's actually in the rule book, so yeah, very interesting. What do you think of public defecation? Oh, uh, she, Mr. Can come,
3: she can come do that in my yard anytime. All right,
0: you, you,
1: you'd like it. you just you just water it down as fertilizer. I just right? want
3: to put it on a glass table. Oh,
1: Jesus. Oh, my I goodness. Think I think, my opinion, the only time public defecation is appropriate is if your neighbor lets his dog shit on your lawn and will not pick it up and you want to go bend a fresh biscuit on his lawn teach him the fucking business <laughs> I like you your know? thinking man <laughs> that's the only time it's acceptable other than that now please don't don't just poo anywhere man that's not cool when the news reporter asked the the neighbor who reported all
0: this like what did you say like you know your children were right there what did, yeah. she just said really like you're going to do this in front of my kids and i guess the lady was like oh 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 sorry about that and kind of (laughs) just went went along with like left her shit sitting there yeah
4: and like
3: pick it up in one of them little
0: doggy bags no 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 she just left it sitting there and the whole thing was is the lady was like well maybe the lady was having an emergency and eh,
1: you know it's still pretty fucking weird hey all i can say is we're neglecting the one very crucial element to this story what's that was she hot? <laughs> All the pictures of her were from behind. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: oh.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like we said, this lady may have been under the influence of something, which kind of leads us right into our next story. You know, Head PE, you know, the rap rock group that, you know, is always coming around touring, you know. I, every time I see Head PE, they're like on some tour
3: with, ask you dude what does head pe have to do with ladies crapping in the oh yard? oh, we're getting there, we're, we're yeah.
0: getting <laughs> there. We're, relax mr fusion i know you drank so much that I you're did. like five minutes ahead of the rest of us but <laughs> hey he drank so
1: much and he's like it feels like you've been talking forever man <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes they're they're going they to
3: play us some too
0: they're gonna they're gonna release a new single called pay me and in certain states where it's legal, the track comes with a free joint. <laughs> one I gram. Like that you like that, huh? You yeah. know, the the track is also available on iTunes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean iTunes. But Head PE reminds you to smoke responsibly. <laughs> so
1: the, there you go. There's your Colorado. Yes. You know, yeah, Washington connected. State. People that you smoke
3: know. pot poop in the yards though i'm just saying <laughs> hey
1: man it's colorado dude you know they're they're light years ahead of everybody else No, no, we're i'm pretty in sure in a few months it's illegal and i'm pretty sure
3: that that's normal commonplace here in florida this <laughs> <laughs> is shit in public but, well we have a patent on weird here in florida yeah. so <laughs> so like we said that's uh gonna be maybe we need to legalize things here in Florida, <laughs> maybe we like weed have... or pooping in
1: public which one are you going for first i'm
3: gonna say weed I'm, okay you know, yeah you
1: know. I think we can excuse a lot more things once weed is legal legal. involved. Because then yeah. you start pooping. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm smoking a joint. Sorry, I was high as balls. You're yeah. Like, yeah, that's all right. Don't, don't do it again. Go home. The <laughs> voter know? mistakes. Yeah, that guy yeah, was probably... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then then we don't have to worry about what we've been worrying about, those bath salts where people turn into cannibals, <laughs> take off <up laughs> their clothes and eat each other's faces. That's yeah. true. Maybe they're having those edibles that you were <laughs> talking about earlier. They're having some edible, all right? Edible people. <laughs> yeah,
0: how about this head pee track? It's called Pay Me. It's like more it should be like freebie or something like that. You know, I mean you do have to pay for the track, but then you get this You
3: get a free joint. Yeah. So like hey, I he- mean the like, normal cost of a joint's what, like, how much does the track cost? I'm gonna do some quick math here. Well, I, it's
1: pretty, you know, probably a couple bucks. It's I'm a not single, an expert so. on how much weed costs, and uh, I'm like not gonna admit joint. that I, I was mean, on if the it's radio good weed, either. <laughs> it might be
3: fucking ten dollars for a joint. So if you're only spending two dollars on. On iTunes, I mean, you're well, they're quite the a bargain you know, there. No,
1: you're not going to like buy the track on iTunes. They're going to mail you a joint. You have to buy the actual CD or something, <laughs> yes. man. You know? Yeah,
0: it's it's from certain. <laughs> yeah,
1: ordered on iTunes that they're going to send weed across state lines, <laughs> Mister Fusion. Come on, pretty sure that's a super felony. You it's, know? it's,
3: it's, it's <laughs> not even like, like, like a, small a bargain felony. here. Man. It's like a Rico felony. Man. Buy our <laughs> shitty song and and get a fucking joint. <laughs> no, I have to say what I, I mean, do think love. The joint alone is worth it.
1: No, what I do love is their honesty that they're just like hey i made some music you want to hear it pay me there
3: you go uh, no i think i think i hear a different message what do you hey, hear? hey we made some music you may not like it smoke this joint it might
1: sound better <laughs> <laughs> well if we're searching for the meaning behind it we can check with someone else who had a similar idea here we've got butch and the fat dubs with pay me
0: That's Butch and the Fat Dubes with Pay Me. Butch and the Fat Dubes are based out of Jupiter, Florida, and actually they're about to head on a tour that will span from North Carolina, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Ohio, before returning to Orlando, Florida. What'd you think of that track, Mr. Fusion?
3: Oh, I thought it was fucking awesome, man.
0: Don't get too excited over there, Mr. Fusion. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Man, what are you what are you over there staring at? Something keeps drawing your attention oh, away. it.
3: There's a really I mean, it
1: looks looks like one of my kids drew it. Did one of your
3: your nieces or nephews draw you that uh What's that? Pac-Man picture over there? The,
1: the Pac-Man? No, that's from Justin McPatches. Gave ah. that to the Power Hour. So. Oh, that little bitch, huh? What? Oh,
3: <laughs> what the? What? What do you Jumping
1: mean,
0: out guy? fucking windows now. and shit. Oh, man. Sh- <laughs> what, are shots fired bitch.
3: here, man? Oh,
1: man. Oh, <laughs> the Holy Wars punishment is coming. <laughs> holy shit. What is I have this? a feeling uh, Mr. Fusion's going to have some punishment due after <laughs> tonight's exciting episode. Uh, get in touch with us, McPatches. We'll hook you up. Jumping out, out windows, <laughs>
3: you motherfucking lame ass. Oh,
1: shit. Oh, my God. Well, we better move on. (laughs) It certainly seems like Mr. Fusion is right where he needs to be and has drank enough to get ready for tonight's exciting game earlier you mentioned we have a box office battle absolutely guys considering mr fusion was here we figured we wanted to get his take on some of the exciting and very not so exciting summer blockbusters that completely tanked this summer huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah it's definitely given us um the lowest box office in 10 years Oof. and uh some of the lowest in like 20 years this is a record low for our box office. And considering we had a couple of actually really great movies, mm-hmm. it's a little surprising to me. Oh, yeah. We had
3: a pretty shitty summer this year compared yeah. to past summers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what's funny is that, you know, I went through and I've compiled a list here so that we can have a sort of battle of the box office between Charbole and Mr. Fusion. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a, a 2017 film. And then a film that came out during another year. Okay. And you guys just have to guess which movie outboxed office to the other. (laughs)
3: Now are we are we guessing in what the money equals in today's terms or uh no, this is literal
1: Yeah, this is strictly what it actually earned. It's not adjusted for gross. That's a good question. Okay. Um because otherwise it would be like Gone with the wind. Won everything. (laughs) But uh, this is from Box Office Mojo. So shout out to them for having collected all this data that we're using today. And what we're doing is we're taking the domestic sales, adding to it the international sales to come up with a worldwide total. And when you add them all together, we're going to see which movie straight up made more money. Now, for all you beautiful people out there, you feel free to play at home while you're listening. Just make sure to make your guess before I reveal the answer. And without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We'll start off with the highest-grossing film of 2017. Of course, that's as of September 28th, the airing of this episode. The highest-grossing film of the year so far is Beauty and the Beast.
3: Okay. (laughs) that movie sucked. I'm sorry, I watched it. Oh, it's okay.
1: It's the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast that came out this year, the remake of the Disney animated film. It doesn't hold a flame to the original, man. (laughs) Okay, get this. So... Worldwide, this movie has earned 1263000000 dollars. Fuck. <laughs> wow. 504 million dollars domestically, 759 million internationally. So super huge opening. This came out in the spring of this year, March 2017. Okay. Number 1 movie of 2017, 10th ranked in history. Wow. By cracking a billion dollars, right? So we're going to stack it up against Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: Okay, not too far off. Like, you know, yeah, that was a, on a couple of
1: years ago. That's a 2015 movie. It was a summer movie, though, May of 2015. But I, I know a lot of people didn't like Ultron as much as they liked the first Avengers. So let's hear it from you guys. What I'm do you gonna think? I
3: didn't say it grossed more.
1: You think more? Yeah. For the Age of Ultron? Yeah. I'm going to say less. Less? All right, Avengers Age of Ultron seventh ranked worldwide wow okay so, so it, they, it just beat out beauty and the beast with one billion four hundred and five million dollars let me just no be shit let, let me yeah. just make this
0: note here um both of those f- are owned by disney <laughs> just
1: so if anyone's keeping Bo- track yeah. of that both distributed worldwide <laughs> no by I didn't, Buena think Vista. That, I didn't
3: think that age of ultron had grossed that much
1: yeah right no wow. shit but yeah so check this out ultron actually had the highest market share of an opening weekend ever Right, wow. which means the weekend that it opened, 84% of people who went to the movies went to see Age of Ultron and nothing else. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty wild. Okay, okay. But Beauty and the Beast has the highest grossing PG film of all time, Right, is the highest opening for a spring weekend ever at $174 million for its opening weekend in March. So it cracked a couple of records on its own. So, hey, 2017 wasn't off to a bad start in March, but let's see where it goes from there. (laughs) All right, so what's next? In the June market here, we've got a pretty cool movie. It's about a famous villain that we all know and love, Despicable Me Part 3.
3: Okay. I have yet to see that, by the (laughs) way. I really want to see it.
1: This is the third-ranked movie of 2017, 1000000000 $20 million. Okay, okay. Worldwide. Yeah, only $262 million domestically, but internationally made $758 million. Wow, okay. So do you guys think it grows... The rest
3: of the world liked it more than we did. (laughs) Yeah, they certainly did. No shit.
1: But so what do you guys think? Do you think it could beat out the 2008 classic with the villain of its own really being the star, The Dark Knight?
3: Ooh, that's a tough one,
1: man. Let me
0: let me get the call on this one uh, first. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say yeah. I think I think the Dark Knight beat that. You think it took
1: it?
3: Yeah. All right. So let me interject something. 2008 is when we had our housing crisis mm-hmm. and economics. I'm gonna say Despicable Me beat that. Obviously, the Dark Knight was a fantastic movie and my favorite of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. But We were in a shitty state of affairs back then. (laughs) I'm going to say Despicable Me
1: beat it. All right. I can tell you one of you guys is right. Oh, cool. And it's actually Mr. Fusion. (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe I'm not really good at this. (laughs) No, Despicable Me and the Dark Knight are actually so close, they're only separated by $16 million. Wow. Right? So that 2008 difficult time you're talking about, Mr. Fusion, didn't stop people from going to see the Dark Knight. I can tell you that. Um, what really I think clinched it for Despicable Me is that it had the widest opening and release in history, opening simultaneously in 4,500 theaters around the globe. Uh, but I had a pretty sound theory there. No, you absolutely did. But even even with it, uh, they're actually ranked 30th, and The Dark Knight is right behind it at 31st. So there's no movie in between it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> i got to okay. say, though,
3: the other movie probably did better, probably sold more tickets.
1: So let's go ahead and move on to the fourth-ranked movie of 2017, right? Spider-Man Homecoming. Ah, okay. okay. This is the highest-grossing superhero movie because they don't count Despicable Me as a superhero movie. (laughs) It stars a villain. (laughs) So they say it won the superhero box office of the summer, coming in with $874 million. So pretty close to a billion, didn't quite make it there. 331 domestic, 542 worldwide. Ah, uh, put out by Sony, of course. Great movie. Ranked 52 in history of the highest-grossing movies. Had a July opening, and it's going up against the May opening of none other than the worst-ranked Spider-Man movie out of the original trilogy, Spider-Man Three. Fuck reboots.
3: I'm really getting sick of fucking reboots. Yes, Spider-Man Three was the worst of the trilogy. <laughs> But fuck reboots i'm going with the trilogy okay i'm going with spider-man 3
0: all right so it looks like i've got homecoming i saw it i really enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed it a lot more than spider-man 3 but let's see <laughs> yeah. we're talking about the money <laughs> a lot of
1: people really trashed the uh yeah. you know saturday night fever kind of mm. montages it and was
3: kind of fucking goofy
1: but they yeah. were surprisingly close But Spider-Man 3 beat it out. Wow! By by making 890 million dollars. So again, separated only by about 25 or so million bucks between the two of them. Spider-Man 3 ranked 46. Spider-Man: Homecoming ranked 52. Man, yeah. So we got a
3: reboot of a fucking reboot here. Yeah. Yeah,
1: No, seriously. Come on, guys. Spider-Man: Homecoming better movie. Yeah. But I think right now it's hard to get people to put butts in the seats for a Spider-Man after the shitty fucking amazing Spider-Man sure, movies. Sure. Yeah. But I will say this, just as a side note, Spider-Man Homecoming did beat out Batman versus Superman. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah.
3: Anything's fucking better than that. <laughs> fucking turd sandwich Con, considering
1: sh- how much money they spent on batman yeah. versus superman oh i don't gosh. think warner brothers is happy about you know, that uh, oh, yeah. you know sorry for you warner brothers give all me right. that Gremlins three well next up we're going with the chick flick comparison you guys ready have oh, you yeah. done your research on the women's out there oh you know no. it, man
0: I, I get to pick here first all
1: <laughs> right so coming in at number seven of 2017 ranked 64 in history the almighty the powerful the box office sensation, Wonder Woman, okay, came out in June, so it is a summer release. Cracked eight hundred and twenty million dollars, okay, and we're stacking it up against another chick flick just like it, the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part Two. Oh, <laughs> Yay. That, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Twilight thing because I know that freaking. <laughs> That thing was like a
1: phenomenon when it came out. So I'm gonna, but now I'm, this is like the eighth part of the movie. This is the yeah, final dude, part. Dude, everybody was the getting final.
3: off of them fucking Harry Potter highs. <laughs> so, like, we got to have another eight-part fucking movie. So What do,
1: what do you think, Mr. Fusion?
3: I'm more inclined to go with what
1: he said. You guys are both getting a point for that one. Ah, oh, all right. right. Twilight Breaking Dawn, released by Lionsgate and Summit, came in at $829 million, beating out Wonder Woman by a paltry $9 bucks. Dude, that's, that's. I
3: haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I was gonna say. I want to.
0: Just, I mean, I remember in the workplace just hearing all of the women talk about that Twilight stuff. <laughs> I'm like, like, there's no way that that beat that. You know, it was and being that it was the last film. You know, every they all had they're to see hanging it. on yeah. by a fucking thread. Like I said, the,
3: <laughs> you got the. Well, I like I said, I think part of what made the Twilight series so popular is that we had just gotten off of. An eight-part series with Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, dude, I was dead on with Harry Potter. I fucking <laughs> love that shit.
1: So so, so you'd say you more like a, a man in the leading roles? Is that why you didn't like the Twilight? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, Is that why you didn't like Wonder Woman, huh? Uh, <laughs>
3: dude, wow, how you got to throw me under the bus My like Machismo bastard
1: over there. Well, listen, I'll be the first one to say, I kind of have a personal sense of joy when I look at these numbers all throughout history and see that the 2002... Original toby Maguire Spider Man, still ranked higher than Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, there you go, dude. that was a good movie. Yeah, it was it pre- is pretty
0: groundbreaking.
1: You Heck know. yeah!
3: But all right, like, but, I mean, at least he stuck to the fucking comic books with that shit. Yeah, I mean, oh, definitely.
1: All right, we're finally going to go ahead and move off of the superhero genre here, kind like of every ev- every man sort of movies here, like and, horror movies. Yeah. Well, this this isn't particularly a horror movie. Tits this is more blood. of a fantasy and sci-fi showdown. I mean, so many people like to okay, put fantasy right. up against sci-fi. So, let's go ahead and do it with number 8 Pirates of the Caribbean, the Dead original? Men Tell No Tales. Which one was that? The one that came out in 2017. I'm always telling you the 2017 movie. Okay,
3: first. so that's that's the this sixth year. one in the The fifth one. There's fifth, only five. Fifth, yeah. okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I lost I stopped watching them after the third one. So, <laughs> let them spit it out, Mr. Fusion.
1: Yeah, so this one is the one that's here with Javier Bardem coming in as the weird Salamanca sort of uh, ghost pirate guy. Uh, It's ranked 69 worldwide. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite number. (laughs) Earned $794 million worldwide and was also a summer release coming out in May. But we're going to stack it up against a classic. Okay. What do you say we reach back in the vault and we compare this sucker to a 1982 summer release... E.T. the extraterrestrial.
3: Oh, I'm going with E.T. I'm sorry. It was my turn <laughs> first this time anyway, so I'm going with E.T.
0: E.T., huh? Yeah. Man, I know that Pirates movie. I know it I know it didn't rank well like in yeah. with the critics and stuff like that, but I still think it made a lot of money. So And
1: this this isn't adjusted for
0: inflation, so it's uh, not. Yeah, so
3: yeah, but the 1982 movie ET ticket was a lot the different.
1: Theaters, so. Yeah, you know, yeah, the 1982. I'm, I'm ticket. going with ET, dude. I'm going to go with Pirates.
0: You're going to go with Pirates. We'll, we'll, we'll keep this competitive. Not Mr. Fusion jumping on my my thing. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. After uh. after five movies, I think people were getting sick of the whole Pirates franchise. But it still managed to make more than E.T. No e. shit, it inched Ooh. it out, huh? Well, you know, E.T. seemed to be like, I don't want to say it was a cult classic,
0: but it probably also was like one of those, maybe a lot of people caught it on home video and stuff <laughs> like
3: well, that. Well, I know it. I did, okay, because yeah. it came out the year I was fucking born. Yeah, so. we, we,
1: we were all little childrens back then, so I, I think- I remember it, crying, though, when he died, like a little bitch. I think, well, you'll be
3: surprised. Like Justin Jordan.
1: <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. He's going to come back after you, like that or whatever the guy is from <laughs> Salazar. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, dude, I got to say, I think, Senor Bowl, you'd be surprised to find out that the E.T. ranking that I have includes all the re-releases. Oh, wow. But back
3: I, into the theaters? Yeah, but I yeah. looked it
1: up. The re-releases only added $75 million. Wow. Okay. Right? okay. Which meant that originally... E.T. the Extraterrestrial in 1982 alone in its original run made $720 million. Wow. No Which, shit. For, 1982 is unheard of. That's oh, ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Tickets were like three bucks a fucking I know. A, a, a ticket back then.
1: Yeah, and get this. Like you said, oh, maybe a lot of people catch it on home video. But I was super surprised to find that this movie was number one at the box office. For a record-setting 16 weeks. Oh, wow, man. Okay, so yeah, definitely it stuck around. And it remained in the top 10 for 35 weeks. Wow. No shit. Yeah. So this thing stayed in the box office almost all year. No, we we do. Michael Jackson out. Well, we do got to take into consideration, too, like the amount of releases back then, probably. I mean, sure, sure. It's going to affect it because Pirates isn't going to sit in the theaters for 35 weeks. Oh, yeah. But shit that's good enough sticks around for a good long time because The Force Awakens is chasing on the heels of that. Um, you know, not with the number ones and all that, but just being in theaters for a super long time. You know, I, I I don't have the exact number, but I remember looking at it and being like, wow, that, that sat in theaters a lot longer than I realized. All right, well, let's move on here. We're jumping right back to the superhero genre, guys. I'm sorry, I can't can't leave it alone. You're gonna like leave out my fucking horror movies, man. Because there's there's what maybe we'll get to them. Come on, man. There's one other movie we have to touch on that was still in the top ten of 2017 this year so far, ranked in at 125 uh, in history. All of our favorite movie about a dearly departed living legend, a hero, someone very close to all of us, Logan. Oh, there you go. Okay, all okay, right. That all was right. pretty awesome. So okay. this was a March oh, oh, oh. release, raked in six hundred and sixteen million dollars. Wow. Okay. So that's a that's nothing to fucking. Hell no, it's shake nothing to scoff at at, 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 man, at dude. all. Yeah, it's damn respectable, especially for uh, x Men franchise movie. You know, a Fox uh, Fox release. But we're gonna we're gonna pull back to a February two thousand four movie that also features the passing of one of our greatest heroes. The Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah,
3: no, contest. yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah Christ. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: anytime you put the religion in there, I mean, know.
3: You... yeah, dude. Even I went out to see that in the theaters like twice. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say that the Passion definitely
0: took that one. I mean, they were like, there was churches that were buying those tickets and like giving them away for yeah.
3: free. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, sorry. And that was in the 2000s after inflation, so.
1: I think our Lord and Savior would be sorry to see that he's ranked 126, right behind the movie *Logan*. Wow, <laughs> we're still tied, huh? There you go. Well, we would have been tied regardless. <laughs> yes, but, you yeah, know, *The Passion of the Christ* only came in at 611 million dollars, which is still damn respectable and really great in 2004. But then this is where I said these numbers would surprise you: 370 million dollars domestically, but internationally. <laughs> Only $240 million. Wow. Like, okay. most of the rest of the world isn't Christian, so... That's a good point, they didn't, yeah. I guess they, didn't, they weren't that into it. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, most of the international market's like Asia, so... Yeah. You know, India and China. Fucking... Dink, 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 dink. Shut up. <laughs> Way to be very <laughs> compassionate and multiracial. We'd like to apologize to all of our multiracial ah, listeners so, out there. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what? Okay, but... That so, that's just about gonna wrap up the top ten of of the the movies here. So what what are you guys score right now? We're tied. Yeah, We're I like three I and am. three, bro. Okay, yeah, so Or four I, and four. Yeah, I, no, you, three and
3: three. Three and three. Three and three. Yeah. You guys yeah. are
1: three and three. All right, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a lightning round through the last couple of these movies because I see we're, we're coming up against a wall on time.
3: Give me some Freddy.
1: So we're just going to real quick run through some of the most disappointing movies of 2017. Uh, okay. coming in
3: Everything at... else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> coming in at number 10, the movie that uh, Senior Boyle and I panned, Transformers The Last Night. Uh, both It's going up against a summer release from 1997, a solid 20-some-odd years ago. Is that 30 20. years ago? No, yeah? it would have been 20 years ago. T- not, yeah. Some
3: odd, exactly it's 20
1: exactly years. It's exactly 20, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Transformers, the last night. What is this, the fifth installment of the freaking <laughs> yeah. Transformer? I think we can all agree that we're pre. tired Michael of Bays, that. Michael Bay's fucking
3: <laughs> Megan Fox? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I'll we can take all another. Agree that.
1: I'll take another five Pirates movies before yeah, I watch Jesus another Christ. freaking yeah, So are, are you guys <laughs> just voting for the other movie? I don't, don't even uh, need yeah, to know Well, at least yeah, tell us what no, it is. What happened in 97, bro? It's called It's Titanic. It's going up against another movie that seemed to have immediately lost its luster, and nobody wanted a sequel to the classic, awesome movie that it was. The Lost World, Jurassic Park.
3: I'm gonna go with uh, Transformers on this. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Because I, I gotta tell oh, you, wait, We're dude, talking I inter- about Jurassic right? Park.
0: Oh yeah, Transformers. Yeah, that that shit. Yeah. that shit blows up in Japan.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're all like, oh, look at this baby metal. Well, no, they just
0: they they what no, they're in the like the kaiju and stuff like yeah. that. So they're like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. giant robots. Now he's right. Humanity.
3: He's right. Yeah. Twenty the years Lost old. The Lost World sucked dick. So I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> 20 years Worst old. People jumping out windows during Jurassic Park, 13th. The Lost World, still beat out Transformers no! the last night. Suck again. <laughs> oh, really? Coming in at $618 million. It edged it out by $13 million.
0: Wow. Because I know that Transformers shit. That's the only reason they keep making them, is because the Japanese. Like, you know, I, got,
3: it. I got yeah. fooled
1: into it. I watched the last one. I'm like, ooh, dino Transformers, and it sucked. Yeah. All right. Guys, <laughs> listen to this $130 million domestic for wow. Transformers. 475 million dollars worldwide yeah. <laughs> all from people in Japan. Yeah. The The Lost World 229 domestic 389 worldwide. Wow. So damn, dude, yeah. they, they
3: they kind of followed a similar trend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn, dude. Well, you well, know, big oh, monsters.
1: <laughs> almost every movie makes more money international than domestic, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. But all right, we're going to move on to the number 11 slot Kong Skull Island. Is that the one with the uh,
3: that's the newest one. Okay. You know, yeah.
1: They're all the ones that come out in 2017. Goddamn, how much Black. you had to drink over there. <laughs> it's
3: like four drinks. Or
1: something. <laughs> $566 million came out this March, it says, which doesn't really sound right, but whatever box office mojo. <laughs> a lot of people really loved That's it. a lot of money. I think Peter Jackson's version was good and kind of too soon to get a remake already. But... Plus, it had Jack Black in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to stack it up against what, you know, since Kong Skull Island seems to be a sequel to me, you know, sure, sure. I'm going to stack it up against the 2011 classic, The Hangover Part 2.
3: I'm going to say Hangover Part 2, definitely. <laughs> Only because, like, that came on the heels of the first Hangover movie, which was... A lot of people. Yeah, I
0: think, I think I'm gonna agree with him. Yeah, I think the hangover. You know, we're gonna tie I, again. I think the Hangover is gonna be. Calm. Well, it's just that. Yeah, it's like you said. Like the Hangover Two was. But if it was the Hangover Three,
3: yeah, I would I, say, I was say I was a little less interested yeah. by the third movie. I'm like, how many times are you guys
1: gonna fuck up? You Guys are tied at four. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Right, we <laughs> won, the Hangover Part won, Two. Bro. Totally made more money, $586 million, a solid $20 million over Kong Skull Island. That's going to bring us to the one that you guys have been so desperately waiting for. Are you sure. finally going to give us a horror movie? All the beautiful people out there are waiting for because right now you're still piling into the box offices to check it out. But I couldn't leave it off this list because it's been doing too good, and I can't wait to get out and see it. And I know that a lot of other people still haven't, so it blows my mind that it has made $478 million worldwide so far. That's as of today, September 28th. That dwarfs every horror movie. So that that is pretty spectacular number. The most popular Freddy movie only made
3: $136 million. This,
1: this is still in theaters. Like I said, it has the highest September opening in history. And it's the widest rated R opening ever. So it's open in more theaters than any other rated R movie ever has. Wow. So it is just crushing it out there. But we're going to stack it up to a throwback from 1990, another beautiful movie about the loss of innocence among children, Home Alone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough wow. one. Man, if we were going against gross shit. Shh. <sighs> but that was a good... It was a holiday movie, dude. Home Alone was a holiday release. It was.
1: It was a November release, so stacking it up against September I don't think is too bad. Yeah, but it's still a holiday
3: fucking movie. Gotta remember, dude, Avatar was a holiday movie. I went and saw that shit on but but, but i would th-
0: i would think like home alone 2 made more money than home alone 1 in the theaters you know what i mean like i did see Possibly. Home- i did see home alone in the theaters but it was kind of like it was fluky. The it wasn't like yeah. i heard like i mean i was a little kid so i was kind of getting dragged to it but i mean it wasn't like they were just well, like oh that's a fun movie for I'll,
1: kids i'll tell you guys for the year that's 1990 Uh, Home Alone was a huge, spectacular success. Yeah, Yeah, I saw them both in the theaters. It's considered a spectacular. I'm gonna say Home Alone, dude. As much as I loved it,
3: and you saw it twice. Yes, you loved it so much that he took me out to go see it. And I, I loved it. I loved it it was so much closer to the fucking book. But it is a horror movie. And we're talking
1: about... All right, you're running away from your mic, Mr. Fusion. Calm Sorry. down. You're losing your shit over I'm this losing movie. my shit. It's fine. I'm well, going to say Home Alone, dude. I'll take it, it just for You'll the sake it? of it being the tiebreaker. Well, I'll tell you what. It still has a long couple of weeks to go in the box office where it can still earn some extra money. But there's no feeling bad because it's already beat Home Alone.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy about this. <laughs> I'm right. happy so that you Senor won.
1: So, Senior you crack into the lead, I think, with a solid five points for yourself. Home Alone made $476 million. In Where were they ranked aside from each other? 190 and 191. They're no $2 million shit. apart wow. right now. That's crazy. Uh, and it is still making money, so you we'll keep an no eye on I have no idea
3: how much it warms my heart to hear that. I know I guessed wrong on that one. <laughs> sure, but you're just But it, right. I love horror movies, Wh- and it warms my heart to hear that this movie beat that piece of shit out no. well,
1: mr fusion <laughs> you are in luck because again as part of the lightning round we got three movies left we're gonna run through and they're all horror movies sure <laughs> all right so we like to talk a bunch of shit about it so next up number 15th ranked in the year war for the planet of the apes okay okay i've been coming in it 470 million dollars this was no a movie. summer like, kind of action horror movie release, and it's going up against another summer action horror release, the 1975 classic, Jaws. Oh, I called that, <laughs> dude. I was you did. it, dude. You got it. So what do you guys think? I think I Jaws. I, I, Jaws? Damn it, dude. Go ahead if you want no, can pick yeah, the same yeah. thing. I'm oh, sorry,
3: dude. I was going to. You will still continue just... to lose, but yeah. you can still yeah. pick it's, the same I'm, movie. I'm going for Jaws, dude. It, it's the right answer. I don't want to lose by two points. <laughs> I'd rather lose by one. No. All right. Final answer, Jaws. Jaws. Oh, yeah. Because they've re-released that in the theater several times.
1: So. And this is taking into account the re-releases. Yeah. Right? War for the Planet of the Apes has beat it out by less than one million dollars. Wow! <laughs> Damn, we could
0: I could have beat you if I would have just. Well, there you go. That's that's probably one of your best digs at Justin McPatch's. <laughs> if you would have picked that one, because <laughs> that's his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> what, War for the Planet of the Apes. No, Jaws. <laughs> was no, Jaws
3: was a fucking great movie. movie. I'm sorry, I picked uh, it. No, I'm know? just saying that
0: if you would have picked War for the Planet of the Apes, that would have been a good jab.
3: I haven't seen it yet, and I want to see it, but. That's not a horror movie. I
0: know, you know. they did say that it was, th- th- this one in particular was really good. You know, I mean, not that I yeah. I was bad, impressed so, by yeah.
3: the last two, to be yeah. honest with you. I and never I've seen actually, them. I own props from one of the original Planet of the Apes. Oh, hey, I have yeah. a painted rock. It's just a foam sponge. Painted, but like, I actually got it from one of the fucking set designers for, for Next Generation. Hey, look at that. He's talking to Sorry. the mic. <laughs> Anyways, no, no. When I what, when I used to...
1: next generation, I don't, I don't, when, I don't know. What did you was... say? You bought a foam rock that was i I didn't, I didn't it buy. I like got ripped off. Man. No, I didn't. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus I got a foam Christ. rock too. It's from the original Star oh, Trek. Damn. I'll sell it to you for fifty bucks. No, <laughs> All
3: right. when I when I was a cable guy, cable guy, um, we got more
0: things to do here. man. Okay,
3: well, damn, dude, you told me to get next to the <laughs> microphone. All right, I'll have my cell I'll tell you this story later. <laughs> okay, good.
1: Tell us off the air. That'd be great. I will. So next up, ranked number 24 for the year, Annabelle Creation. Okay, all right. This one was pretty popular. It certainly was. As an August release, it racked up $295 million, which wasn't a super lot of money, but enough to really be considered a successful horror movie.
3: And probably give us another movie.
1: So we figured we'd throw it up against another summer release that's also about the supernatural. Okay.
3: The Exorcist? The
1: 1984 classic. Ghostbusters. Oh. Ooh, what that's that? Ghostbusters. I th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Ghost- a horror comedy. Come on, or a comedy horror movie. <laughs> as much as I. And I got to
3: tell you, dude, I enjoyed Ghostbusters a lot more than mm-hmm. Annabelle. Uh, I'll go with Annabelle, even though I didn't even see it.
1: All right. What do you think, senor <laughs> Bull? Uh, Ghostbusters. Well, he already
3: said Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's why I said Annabelle. <laughs>
1: All right. By less than a margin of $1 million. Ghostbusters takes oh, it. <laughs> I'm happy that it did. I would have guessed the that's same thing. It's
3: insane though but to just fuck. think
0: about how close that is. I mean, absolutely right. Yeah. I know yeah, Ghostbusters.
3: But that's in 1984's very... money, dude. Yeah, yeah, but I
1: think um, hasn't <laughs> Ghostbusters been re-released? Ghostbusters too? has been re-released. Added only about 10 million dollars. Well, why don't they go total? by amount of tickets released? All right, we'll do this one for fun, so. Yeah, unfortunately, won, mathematically, you've been eliminated. Yeah. Senor Bull's got six. So far, um, we've only got one question left, but for the sake of how awesome this one is to me, it's is the it Freddy. Did you pull in Freddy? Did, was any... there a Freddy movie that came out this year, Mr. Fusion? <laughs> <laughs> what this is all 2017 versus We're like everything else. Past out. years. Wait, is this a past year? No, this is 2017. Do you want me to put something against a Freddy movie? Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah, kind of. I, I, I don't think you understood that's, the that's game. What I, well, that's no, that's game. what I was <laughs> trying to point out here. So Jesus we've got the,
1: the summer blockbuster showdown of showdowns because we're talking two summer movies that were big action horror films and not only are they very comparable but they have the exact same fucking name oh so we're going with the 2017 version of the mummy versus the 1999 brendan Fraser vehicle 99 the mummy <laughs> yeah 99 Now, the Mummy twenty seventeen came in at four hundred and seven million dollars. So, what do you think, Senor Bull? Do you think the original Brendan Fraser movie made more or less?
3: I'm gonna go ninety nine. I know that there was a lot more hype during nineteen ninety nine than there was. Just knowing
0: that you know they've already almost declared the the Dark Universe dead, you know, due to this film. Like, I'm gonna have to yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the ninety nine one.
1: 99 wins. Oh, <laughs> damn. So, yeah, it came in at $415 million. So, it just edged out the the new mummy, but spectacularly failed in domestic box office. 2017's The Mummy only raked in $80 million. Wow. <laughs> making up the whole other 327 internationally. So, There you have it, folks. We have got almost every single movie of the summer getting outranked and outclassed by all sorts of garbage movies from the past. From the fucking 80s. Yeah. For Christ's
3: sake. And like I said, I would have guessed Ghostbusters, but for the interest of untying a tie.
0: Yeah. I'm like. You went for it. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. No, awesome game, man. I, I had a real blast doing that, El Bandito. Thanks for uh, you know putting that together, you know, for us to challenge uh, Mister Fusion here. Mister Fusion, great, uh, great challenge. You know, a, a great opponent here. And man, it's been a real blast having you here. You know, we got to get you back a lot sooner. I know it's been a couple months, but yeah, it's been a, been a real fun time,
3: dude. I had an excellent
1: time with you guys, man. we will come back anytime. Awesome, man. Well, it's always great to have you in studio. We hope you enjoyed the box office battle there. Senor Boyle dubbed our winner, Mr. Fusion, falling Woo-hoo. behind. Spent more time, I think, mocking Justin McPatches than actually <laughs> that guy, contemplating bitch. his <laughs> decisions. But at least wow, he boys. contemplated his decisions a lot more than Universal did, making the 2017 <laughs> mummy. So we're going <laughs> to go ahead and say goodbye for the night, but we're going to leave you with King Tut's Revenge Mad World.
4: Uh, I am breaking up with you Consider
3: the divorce